This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Valerie's Variety Podcast or V Squared. And a special episode about a recent vacation we went on. Not long ago, as some of you already know, we celebrated our 17th wedding anniversary, which was episode 19. My husband's milestone birthday, and we did this in the best-known adult playground, Las Vegas, Nevada. We showed up in Vegas at 10 p.m., which if you haven't been there, nighttime is the best time to arrive. This is the city that doesn't sleep. Like I mean, never sleeps. Constant goings on all the time. The amount of people in Vegas on a Friday night when we arrived is incredible. There are hundreds of people driving, walking, dancing, partying, seeing shows, and so many more things. One thing Jeff and I like to do is people watch, and in Vegas, this never disappoints. Ding, ding, ding goes the slot machines. Guys peddling shows on the streets wherever you go. Bachelor and bachelorette parties galore, and I'm pretty sure they are not associated. There's this place and that place to eat and drink and shop. You want to, let's say, take a helicopter ride around the strip? Done. Get a tattoo? Yep, you can do that too. And that is uh, some sort of uh, Celtic symbol that he just kind of wanted to spruce it up a little bit. I like the watercolor vibe that you got going there. It's you're good fun. at it. It's very fun. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but you're exceptionally good. It looks like watercolor. Yeah. It's like some Celtic uh, Any time of the day or night. And on and on it goes. Well, we were up for it all. As much as we could do. For interest sake, you see, this was our first vacation without our daughter. Seven. She's seven. It's quite a few years to go through the beginnings of new parenting, settling into our parenting roles, and how much we've changed as people within this new family dynamic. And then the following months and years getting easier and easier, as most of us parents know. The older the baby gets, the easier life gets for responsibilities every single minute. We booked ourselves into a couple of shows ahead of time as we wanted to see a Cirque du Soleil show. We've both seen them when we have been down other trips to Vegas with work or personal, but just not together. So we chose one, the Michael Jackson one performance. It was incredible. I bought the t-shirt. Michael Jackson was my very first record. I owned, yes, an LP. Mine was the Thriller album, which my dad still has, by the way, and it will hopefully be worth some money one day. Do you think the happy seventh birthday Valerie written in pen will add value to it? Mm, Maybe not. But the Vegas show was a must-see for me. Did you know the Cirque shows originated in Canada? In Montreal, actually. They are a circus type of show with incredible talent, circus themes, apparatuses, as well as the most incredible ideas. 
One of the skits for the MJ show, they were dressed in awesome suits and everything glowed in the dark. Acrobatics were happening all around us. Another part of the show was snow coming down from the ceiling. And to give MJ honor, they had a memory box with his signature glove, which came to life, his hat and shoes. All of these items had dance moves of their own, a worth it show, totally awesome. Another show we wanted to see was just opening up when we got there. A mob story. Told real accounts by mobsters that made Vegas. A truly remarkable story of love and impenetrable loyalty. This show also boasted some great talent and theater performing dancers. We were sitting in a half moon shaped Banquette, alone, in real style, with a small lamp on our table. Our waitress, eh, she was okay. But the story sure made up for everything. Held at the Plaza Hotel, which is down in the old Vegas area off Fremont Street, in the original Vegas stomping ground. It was worth the trip. We spent time on Fremont Street enjoying the craziness. There's the almost nude, and not the attractive type, peddling a few things here and there. We saw a mother-daughter team lock dancing to a great beat. Then we came upon a wall of people. I mean, a wall. People were stuck there. The music around us was so loud. We couldn't figure out who it was. Later, we found out. We escaped from the crowds that it was Rat from the 1980s plane. Pretty cool. We stayed at the Venetian Hotel, wanted to splurge a little, and in comparison, we think we did pretty good on our choice. The hotel is one of the staples of Vegas. It's noted as one of the most romantic places to stay in Vegas. Well, well, we thought so. When we walked around this lovely place, we stopped outside the Dorsey nightclub entrance and someone famous was there as there were cameramen following people around. The entrance to this place has approximately 10 claw-footed bathtubs and there's girls sitting in the tubs surrounded by flower petals just to look at as you're gandering by. The food in Vegas is truly exceptional. Everything tastes good and you need to shell out because it's not cheap, but it's worth it and the value is attractive. Did we shop? Not really. Like I said earlier, we bought a t-shirt from the MJ show. That's pretty much it. Jeff and I are all about the food and drinks. We spent quite a bit of time downtown on Fremont Street. The Vegas Experience. There's zip lines running the length of this area, approximately two to three city blocks above everyone's heads. You hear them whizzing by and people screaming. What a rush this would be. This is Vegas. Above the zip lines is a dome-shaped LED light show 
and display. Every 20 to 30 minutes, all of the hotels and stores go dark. This LED light display lights up the night by performing a light show to music above your heads. It's incredible. As we walk along, we come upon this small art gallery with a variety of unique items. There's a soldier, combat fighter, and other items that don't really impact me as much as this totally intense piece of artwork. She is approximately 30 feet or more tall. Towering metal, robot doll, dressed with a halter tutu and panties. Basically, you're standing below her, say, beside her feet. Her tutu style of skirt is kind of slightly blowing in the wind. She's part of an abstract yet grouped of objects within a small, intimate exhibit. It's outside. And it's surrounded by a picket fence. The fence is white. She's connected by cogs and pulleys, along with metal contraptions. Her eyes are open, big and wide. She has short, almost a China doll haircut. And she's like a statue. But you know, she might just come to life. We continue on and we find a small table at the restaurant just beside this art gallery and proceed to order a couple of drinks. We're sitting kind of outside at a small table Along the perimeter is a small fence of this neat little restaurant. The host and hostesses are really inviting and entice you to come in and enjoy. There's a man with a really large dog walking in. He's sitting just around the corner from where I'm sitting. He's bellied up to the bar and his large dog is laying down with his broad, heavy collar on. He's extremely fluffy and looks tired. He proceeds to lay down with his tail just shy of where all the foot traffic is walking by. Any minute, somebody will step on his tail. But it never happens. We hang out at this place for a prolonged time, just taking in the experience. The Vegas experience. As we're sitting enjoying, I see something move above me, kind of around the corner of the bar where the dog's tail is still safe. And here's the giant little doll. She's moving and blinking her eyes. She's singing to some song in the background. And moving her feet. She's walking, walking like, but strangely not making any traction. I feel sort of intimidated like a peek into an unusual episode or ch of Chucky. Maybe I'm not sure. This, what I'm seeing though, isn't normal. A large robotic baby doll. Are not supposed to do this. Everyone is watching. It's like a car crash. You couldn't look away. Doesn't last long. 
the pulleys pulling and the metal gliding and the arms and eyes moving. Then the music slows down, the eyes close, and it's all like it was before it started. Still as a statue. While sitting there, we got to know our waiter, Mike. He's a great guy, very easygoing. He's been here a while, knows the chaos that ensues on a Friday and Saturday night, downtown Old Vegas. He's not really phased by any of it, takes it in stride. He squats beside our table like an Earl's waiter stance and removes a small clothespin from the pocket of his blue shirt, then places said clothespin onto the corner of our bill. On this pin, it has a phone number etched into it, or sort of burnt into the wood of this tiny messenger. The new number is... Please note, the new number is... The number reads 702-701-14. Mike proceeds to tell us that this place he works at also owns a speakeasy club called The Laundry Room. It's nestled within the Commonwealth, an old hotel turned swanky cocktail bar in the Fremont downtown district in Vegas. This is an invite-only place. You cannot walk in off the streets or wait in line or pay a cover charge. This place people know about by the people who have gone there before and by rumors. First, you need to text the number on the clothespin, dress appropriately, make a reservation, be 15 minutes early. Then you go to the address and meet at the red door. A man will greet you, and yes, he did. You walk into a pre-prohibition era design that is incredible. This, my friends, is the waiting area. The night we were there, it was empty, but completely furnished, just waiting for the party to start. You, tick. Tick, tick, wait. Admire the paintings. One of a small clown boy with a red hat and oversized eyes and face. Almost pouting. The tuffets scattered around the floor are inviting to sit on. The old-fashioned baseboard heaters that are holding up the long, elegant table as ends. The walls covered in decoupage of black and white individual photographs. And you wait some more. I'm pretty sure part of the waiting is to build excitement. It worked. The door opens up and a mysterious woman comes through dressed in approximately 1920s to greet us by name and review the rules with us. No phones, no loud talking, Keep to your own table and enjoy yourselves. We go through this first door, which is blended into the decoupage wall and into a man trap type of transfer. Then we enter the room. It's quaint, very small, quiet. This is the old laundry room. They clean Liberace's ties and Elvis's bedazzled suits back in the day. 17 people is all that this place fits. No pictures are allowed inside. It's an unrevealed place. We asked around. People have heard of it. People have received the phone number from their friends to check out. 
and people have been invited like us with a little clothespin holding firm to the corner of the bill. Our curiosity was piqued and captured. Great, enjoyable evening. Three hours felt like minutes, the price was average, and the experience was like none other. In Vegas, there's a Ferris wheel that has a revolution. Once every half hour, you can see the entire strip while encapsulated within its tiny pods. It runs continuously. Each pod holds 40 people. So let's say you each weigh 120 pounds. That's 4,800 pounds of people it holds plus everything else. You pay your ticket, you get unlimited drinking with a bartender and a DJ for the entire ride. We didn't try it, but we saw it and checked it out. Wow, it is spectacular. When you go to Vegas, you are stimulated by the sheer magnitude of the hotels, the architecture, lighting, and surroundings. All your senses are assaulted continuously. The creativity around you is dazzling. Thanks for listening to the episode today. Just a few things I wanted to share with you about our trip and experience in this great city. Have you been? What was your favorite part? Do you love or hate Vegas? Tell me. Send me a note about your Vegas story. A friend of mine recently says she hates it, but I bet she hasn't gone with the right people. The people make Vegas and Vegas changes the people. You're out of your shell. You're trying things. You're open to the extraordinary. This way, you have the Vegas experience. Want to check out the video I took of the first point of entry into the cocktail room at the Commonwealth before we entered the laundry room? Check it out on my website. It's super cool. Also on my website are pictures taken by me and Jeff Moss with his amazing eye at capturing the experience. This podcast is written and recorded by me, Valerie Moss. Thank you to London Moss for the intro and outro. Jason Schnell for Tascam 40, my theme music. And to GarageBand tunes I chose for this Vegas-themed episode are English number 07, Helicopter Engine, tattoo originally recorded by me when we were in Vegas. Record player Static, Club Dance Beat 063, Arena Crowd Cheer, 44 Street Medium, Lounging Piano, Classy Changed Layers, Zipper Bass, Techno Synth 02, Wind Up Toy Topper, Wide Eyed Beat 02, Recollection Pluck Melody, Colossus Box Patterns, Soul Vocal Topper, Number Change, Dialings Echo, 44 Street Long, Clock Wind Up, Bassa Lounger Medium, and Club Tropicana Topper. Thanks for listening. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.